0: And hello and welcome everyone to the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet Matt. We're back again. It's Saturday night. We're on the road to holidays 2023. Are, are you feeling the stress yet? Is it starting to strangle you yet? Or are you still good because it's mid-November?
1: I'm still good. It's mid-November. I know the shops are going to be open 24 hours in the next coming weeks. I'm, I'm fine.
0: We're, we're lucky being in Canada and Australia, we don't fall to the whole huge holiday clusterfuck mm-hmm. that our American friends fall to, where they basically just go from Halloween to Thanksgiving and then, you know, nothing stops until Ex- the new year.
1: Exactly, yes.
0: I, I'm a little ticked off, it was Black Friday, Cyber Monday uh, this coming week here, and I really wanted to, you know, do all my shopping like I have in years past but uh, I have a dentist thing coming up on the 30th and oh, I gosh. don't know what they're going to charge me for that yet. So I'm like, well, I guess they're going away. Cause last year I felt like such a freaking champ. Cause I did all my shopping in mm-hmm. one go, uh, by taking advantage of black Friday sales. Yeah. Oh,
1: that, that sucks. Well, yeah, you might, you might end up like finding better deals as the, as the, the holidays go on though. I n- I never Wait, usually what? get like anything from Black Friday, just because I know that's like oh we're just gonna have Christmas sales and then Boxing Day sales and then New mm. Year's sales as well. So
0: again, I I made off like a bandit last year because I got the mic that I'm using right now for the show, the HyperX, mm-hmm. and my new camera that I got. If everyone noticed this time last year, my quality jumped up super hard. That is why, and those were my gifts to myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was good. I got them for like a hundred apiece, which is a freaking steal. That's good, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been up to. Uh, what about you, Matt? Anything fun? Anything interesting?
1: Uh, it's been I've been working. I've been playing a bit more of Baldur's Gate, getting through the third act there, and, and, and going nice. through some stuff I didn't do on my first playthrough. Uh, I, of course, like half the internet, I've, of course, watched Doctor Who this morning.
0: I've noticed that there's so much Doctor Who in my feed now, I'm getting a little Doctor Who FOMO where I'm like, do I do I need to get into this now? Do I need to start? I only I only watched the Eccleston years and the Tenant stuff. Can, can I start now? That's
1: a, just watch it. It's fine. You watch the Tenant stuff. That's all you need to have watched, really.
0: Yeah. And that's generally the feeling I get about Doctor Who, where it's like, yes, there's a ton of continuity and lore here if you want to interact with it. If not, it's a fun weekly sci-fi show about a magic man in a police box. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah, I know there's always a lot of excitement around Doctor Who because it's literally been around for like half a freaking century and, you know, brings together fans of so many ages and backgrounds and everything.
1: And and it also, like, it's, especially since New Who started, like, it, it it comes and then it goes away for like a year and a half mm. and then comes back with like maybe some specials and then goes away again and then comes back with like a new season, so... Yeah. so like we're in that part where okay we're going to get new seasons now and i think they're starting to film the show ahead of time so now right. we're going to start getting it a little bit more it's more ramped up because they got that disney money now
0: yeah i saw it on disney plus there i'm like oh yeah i guess i guess they're involved with it now aren't mm-hmm. they i guess they're putting up the money for it holy shit this is kind of an auspicious occasion isn't yeah. it
1: and it shows it looks fantastic
0: yeah but uh, but how will I be able to enjoy it, though, if all the sets aren't, you know, put together with love and duct tape and a dream and cray paper? Will, will I be able to enjoy it if it's not, like, Power Rangers cheap? <laughs> will, will, will the charm be lost? <laughs> I I doubt it. I actually do love the idea of freaking Doctor Who with more money behind it.
1: It's so good. It, it finally lets the writers do, like, okay, we can actually get away with doing this stuff we want. And it's, it's, it's so good as well. It's, it's kind of related to like what we talk about here on the comic multiverse, because the, the mm. first special back is adapted from a comic.
0: Oh, no shit. From
1: one of the old, uh, uh, Doctor Who comics by Dave Gibbons and Pat Mills, I think.
0: Oh, I love that. Actually. Them looking to the comics for more mm. inspiration. That's really smart. Actually, And it's exactly
1: like the comic as well. The only differences are the companions who are, who are in it.
0: Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's really good, actually, because you can update it and retrofit it mm-hmm. for what's going on. Okay, you know what, I might, I, I might have to take that dive, then. I might have to look into that uh, during this holiday season. I know there's a lot to watch, but I'll check that one out. Yeah,
1: and it'll catch up as well for uh, the new guy, Nakuti Gato's, uh run, which, which is looking really good, Just just from his, like, fits alone.
0: Oh yeah, I mean the the Doctor has always been a champion, and you know ahead of his time when it comes to fashion. Whether it's a little bit of celery, whether you know it's a leather jacket blazer combination, he's always looked good. Yeah. <laughs> whether he's looked like one of the Three Stooges. Yep that weird ass american one (laughs) hey paul mcgann is great he's great he got his due that's (laughs) that's what i hear which i think is hilarious they made a terrible american movie they could have ignored it but they didn't they're like nope paul mcgann is canon and we're gonna save him in the books and comics and audio plays he will have a whole history that you can find out all about and i'm like you know what mad respect guys that's like a clone wars level
1: he's made a couple of live action appearances like when he did his transition over to the war doctor and he was was in uh jody whittaker's season as well but like i really wish they would give him like maybe just two two or three episodes just to like do do his
0: thing Chem dog saying they're two hearts stupid clothes, you can't miss them. <laughs> that's that's pretty fucking good. Pretty fucking good. <laughs> uh yeah, again, it's been a big week for TV. You had that, and I had the mid-season finale of Invincible, which mm. fuck me and fuck the internet. No one had any idea the fourth episode was gonna be the mid-season, but it was. They
1: absolutely dropped this on everyone after the episode aired just so they could keep yep. that retention. They weren't gonna tell anyone before that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, which is slightly underhanded, and it's like, guys, you you don't have to do that. I know animation is really hard. I know animators are really up against it. Invincible is, you know, one of the highest quality action animated shows mm-hmm. out there right now, and it's double length, which means in four episodes, they've basically done the average amount of TV as any other show. Mm-hmm. But I can also understand why some people are disappointed after three years, where it's like, wait, what, what do you mean you're not coming back till 2024? It's like, because we still... We are still working on it because that was three years of COVID. And I do believe Kirkman gave an interview. I don't know if this is true anymore, but he said something to the effect of, yeah, we're also doing pre-production on season three while we're doing this. So hopefully there's not another three-year gap. So I guess I should have felt that something like this was going to be inevitable.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, take all the time they need.
0: Yeah, what's what's that old uh what is it nintendo guy who said you know a delayed game is good eventually a bad game is bad forever Mm -hmm. and that's true with invincible i wouldn't want them to rush it and have it be bad especially after that last episode that just had some of the best most heartbreakingly beautiful montages oh
1: so good wasn't it
0: oh i know when omni man's flying around and they're playing that nick cave cover of that leonard cohen song which i thought i was going to hate but i'm like no this actually works really well
1: works really well for the character yeah
0: it does. And then also, you know, in the show playing Nolan a little bit more conflicted than he was in the book at that time, I think is really cool.
1: Yeah, that that's actually something I really quite like because I haven't read all of Invincible, but I did read some of the stuff post him being kind of mm-hmm. revealed to be the Viltrumite you know, yeah, war but like, yeah, I I kind of like that that he he's much more conflicted and he hates that he's conflicted as well.
0: Right, that's super interesting. I I'm feeling this love and compassion, and I hate that I'm feeling this love and compassion. Yeah, I wish I didn't. And then of course we meet General Krieg, who's one of the former. Foremost viltrumite villains from the comics, and oh look, it's Clancy Brown doing his voice, Lex Luthor himself. Holy yeah. shit! Well,
1: they had him in the studio doing Gen V, so they said, hey, "Just pop next door and just lend <laughs> your voice to you this really?
0: character." Yeah. Why not? Again, just the voice cast in that show is out of this freaking world. That like every person they get is ten on ten.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's great.
0: And also, how funny is it, too, that the greatest voice of Lex Luthor ever is playing an evil Superman in <laughs> Evil <this>.
1: Superman, yeah.
0: <laughs> and actually, hey, you know what? That dovetails beautifully with our first piece of news this week, and that is, hey, Superman legacy. They keep churning out the casting news, and we officially know who the new live-action Lex Luthor is going to be.
1: Yes, and it's someone who is actually going to be playing Superman.
0: Hilariously enough. We're well, going to be playing Superman wow. and Batman at one point as well. Funny how that works out. Of course, we're talking about Nicholas Holt, who you'll know as being Young Beast, as you'll know as being, uh, what is it, the main war boy in that last Mad Max movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's really good.
1: He's excellent. He's a fantastic actor.
0: When I heard this news, I said to myself, you know what? I can't put it off anymore. I got to watch that Redfield movie. And I did. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. He can do evil, but he can also do little and pity at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's great in that
0: film. He's great in that film. Aquafina is good in that too. I've said it before, mm. but it bears repeating. My toxic trait is I'm actually quite a fan of Aquafina, despite all the bullshit that surrounded her rise to power. Whenever she's in everything, I'm like, damn it, you're actually pretty good.
1: It appears whenever she's in anything that she didn't have a hand in writing, it, it's good. <laughs>
0: it's yeah, really good. I- I- I even watched that Quiz Lady movie, which again, to bring it back to uh, Invincible, that's her and Sandra Oh as her older sister trying to get on a Jeopardy style show where uh, Will Ferrell is the Alex Trebek. And even that was charming. Oh, Mm -hmm. nice. But yeah, so Holt, I think, could really do a good job. And man, this this movie's really come together. We've basically got the entire cast now, all the big, important characters.
1: Yeah, they also cast um, Eve Tesmacher as well his, his Eve right i knew i forgot one yeah I, I but i i do like that they got the guy who was going to be superman to play lex Luthor, and hopefully he brings that 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 rejection into the mm. role a little bit because of course like a lex Luthor who thinks he's superman is like the best lex Luthor ever
0: it's kind of perfect is and also this means we've got kind of a younger lex for our younger superman mm-hmm. so we've kind of you know uh what is it future guarded this universe that we're going to be getting uh lots of stuff out of these people
1: also unlike jesse eisenberg i i i can see nicholas Holt being intimidating mm-hmm. i could i could never Likewise. see uh, jesse eisenberg as um being uh uh lex luther at all like he wasn't he wasn't uh, intimidating at all
0: yeah, yeah, Jesse is one of those guys where I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can take him in a fight. Nicholas Holt, yeah. I don't know if I can take him in a fight. Could go either way. He looks like he'll fight dirty, you know, looks yeah. like he'll gouge eyes and kick nuts and, you know, do stuff like yeah. that.
1: Yeah, throw sand in your face or something.
0: Yeah, rip throats and everything. Eisenberg, I can take. I can just sit on Eisenberg and the fight <laughs> is over. <laughs> But Halt, I don't know, man, he's got, he's got them crazy eyes is what he's got, which is true <laughs> in almost every one of his movies. There's usually one scene where his eyes are totally bugging out oh, on man. him. Yeah. <laughs> so that's definitely something for this role. But yeah, we got him and we got our Jimmy Olsen too, which is also just a stroke of genius in the casting. They cast uh Gideon from Righteous Gemstones.
1: Yeah. He went to be a stuntman in, in Hollywood and, and ended up just playing Jimmy Olsen.
0: <laughs> and now he's jimmy olsen and again man he really does embody that Oh shucks you he know looks
1: like jimmy olsen
0: he really fucking like so much to the point that when i saw that casting news i'm like well yeah duh obviously why didn't i think of that <laughs> I, in all the fan casts? like when i
1: saw him like oh yeah i fully believe like even if he wasn't cast as jimmy olsen i would fully believe that this guy like married a gorilla and a space princess mm-hmm, and turned mm-hmm. into a giant turtle monster
0: absolutely and we know from gemstones and vacation and a lot of the other stuff he's in he's super fucking funny yes which means we're gonna get a funny jimmy and of course because james gunn is writing it there's gonna be humor there's gonna be humanity so we're gonna have all of that and them some
1: yeah he's not gonna get shot in the face 30 seconds after being introduced into the film
0: Yes, please, thank God. Also, the the Tess Mocker thing is interesting, too, because she's a character from the movies originally. We don't see her in the comics anymore, I know that much.
1: No, we don't. She's kind of been replaced by Mercy in the comics. And, the like, she, she was in the Supergirl TV series for a while.
0: Right. And, and,
1: yeah, yeah, she was more of, like, a, a movie creation at the time
0: yes because mercy was from the cartoon she was from bat or from superman the animated series and people liked her so much they kind of adopted her to where she's even like a big fixture in the comics now where she's like a robot because of lazarus rain or some shit they did they haven't gone back to that in a minute <laughs> like she's there she's there in supercarp that's that that's an interesting distinction for gun to make to be like no no no. i want to do test mocker i don't want to do graves
1: yeah yeah I, I i i guess maybe that that also like hints at like where his uh influences are going to be coming from
0: yeah yeah uh, which is a good sign yeah i wonder if there's a reason for that where it's like you know if you do that i think it's almost like you're trying to say something
1: yeah. do you remember mercy in uh, the snyder films
0: oh she was the asian lady wasn't she <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah in like one scene everyone thought she was going to be so important
0: <laughs> and yet she was not all. <laughs> But uh, here's the thing, though, you know, Nicholas Holt, will he be able to piss in that jar, though, the way <laughs> Lex Luthor has always done and always will do? You know, <laughs> it's very important for the character. <laughs> Again, I still cannot believe, looking back on this, that a huge part of that second movie was Lex Luthor's piss in a jar.
1: I know. It... Who thought that was a good idea? The
0: fact that that made it into the script and made it in the movie and they're like, yep, this is a good idea. People will be talking about this forever. I mean, they will be, but not for the right reasons. <laughs> Goddamn. But yeah, so this Superman Legacy movie is really freaking coming together and quicker than we thought. It's like guns making up for lost time now that the writer-actor strike is over.
1: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure they're going to be starting to film in the coming months, probably. Obviously in the new year. I'm not sure exactly when, but uh, I'm sure soon we'll be getting uh, set pictures. We'll probably get something official before that, though.
0: Right, because you know now we got to see what the new costume looks like. That's mm. going to be the next big thing, right?
1: They, absolutely,
0: that's the thing everyone's going to be clamoring for. It's casting suit trailer. Those are the th- that's the holy trinity of a new superhero movie.
1: Yeah, and I'm 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 looking forward to seeing how how Gunn does the suit. I I just think it's going to be like the classic suit
0: yeah i mean shit. look look how he did peacemaker look how he did judo master and all these other ridiculous characters he honored their costumes completely i get the feeling he's gonna honor arguably the greatest superhero costume ever made
1: and like the the the, the snippets he's posted from like his concept art office where like they have like a wall of like inspiration and it's all just like the classic superman costume there's like no new 52 none of that jeans mm. and jacket none, none of that shit. Yeah. Just, just the classic capes and trunks
0: none of that weirdo armor yeah yeah no no scale mail please can we leave scale mail where it is
1: all li- lines as well those yeah, fucking lines a
0: lot of Jimmy no extraneous calls. lines oh yeah he was really into that wasn't he yeah is that just so we didn't have to draw as many necks you know you're probably right because when you're an artist like him, you try and, you know, cut corners wherever you can. A perfect example, the Hanna-Barbera characters, Yogi Bear, Huckleberry Hound, that's why they all had collars, because it made easier to animate their heads and not their bodies. <laughs> I think like that, was like also, Jim- that
1: was just also like a Jim Lee trope at the time, same with like all right. the lines on the costumes, that was like, that's like a Jim Lee thing.
0: Yeah, it's a Jim Lee-ism. Now, now a good question too going into this obviously we have our lex Luthor. do we think lex is going to be the main villain for this or do you think they're going in a completely different direction do you think the lex is actually a smoke screen
1: hmm. i think he probably would be a smoke screen i i don't know like like we know we we know that like this this isn't an origin story and this is Superman yeah. a couple of years into his career so i have to imagine he's fought with lex before so lex would probably just be around and we'll probably get someone like brainiac or something
0: that's the hot rumor i know a lot of people are kicking around the idea that we'll probably see members from the authority in this superman movie maybe they'll be Mm -hmm. the villains maybe they won't be who knows Mm -hmm. i mean either way i'll be interested i mean i think obviously gun is smart enough no you know don't burn through your best villains right away you know take your time
1: yeah well and he said as well like a lot of these people are gonna appear in other films as well so he's he's setting things up he's He's, he's laying the groundwork with all these actors, and this is why he's casting Young as well.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, another piece of casting news there, it was more of a rumor than actual confirm, but they said that Anna Taylor-Joy might end up being in the Fantastic Four movie. Everyone kind of jumped to the idea that she might be Silver Surfer, but I think that they're kind of missing a trick there, where it's like, well, you know, there was other uh heralds of galactus it wasn't all just Norrin rad so she yeah. could have been one of the other ones she could be like terax or whatever the hell the fire one was or here's another one if we're doing fantastic four i think she would actually be a dead ringer for alicia masters Ooh, yeah that'd be an interesting one so like she's the villain she's puppet master we completely skip her dad and so it's the female puppet master Ooh. who is her
1: yeah, and who gets kind of like a redemption thing and, and, and mm-hmm. starts seeing, starts dating the thing and everything, yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe she has a good reason for puppeting those people. Yeah. I think that would be very interesting. How you could even have a thing to be like, oh yeah, the Fantastic Four, assuming it's a period piece, because everyone's already assuming it's a period piece, maybe they knew the original Puppet Master, then they went away and now they come back and it's his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I think there's a lot of stuff they could do with that should yeah. they want to. Yeah, and people just seem to really like Anna Taylor Joy.
1: She's great in everything she's in.
0: Yeah, that's true. She has a really, really good uh, resume.
1: Yeah, she was in the menu, funnily enough, with Nicholas Holt, and she was really good. In
0: oh that. shit, that's right. I haven't seen that one. Is that worth it? I heard people go back and it's, forth it's on really that. It's really good.
1: You... It's really fucking yeah. good, especially if you like heard... hate like pretentious like restaurant owners and right. people who review restaurant food. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I heard it two ways. Where people are like, "Oh, it's great," and then some people are like, "Oh, it's pretentious." It's you know, it's so you know mad at pretension that it makes itself pretentious.
1: Yeah, well, I like that's. I think the point of the entire film.
0: Right. I might enjoy it. I'll check that. That's uh, that's Ralph Fiennes, right? He uh, plays the main one. Yes,
1: Ralph Fiennes.
0: All right. Well, there I've added some more stuff to my list. I know that's on streaming. I've passed it a couple times.
1: It's on Disney Plus, I think. Yes, it is. Yeah
0: so there you go uh that's basically all the news that was fit to print this week i can't think of anything else that happened could you
1: no i saw an andor season two trailer it looks pretty fucking cool
0: oh did you actually yeah i do i know you tweeted about that last time like andor season two what the hell happened where, where where was it
1: maybe if you go to our
0: discord you might find it is matt telling me that i should go to the discord more often <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I go to the Discord, I'll tell them all about my new SodaStream machine that I tried out tonight. That's what I'm drinking. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't read the instructions well enough, and it blew up on me the first time. Oh,
1: no, you overfilled it.
0: No, I didn't overfill it. Here's the thing, because I had the instructions, but the instructions were just pictures. They weren't words. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hold it down for 10 seconds. Nah, that can't possibly be enough. I'll hold down for a little more. Okay, time to put the flavoring in. I guess I didn't put it in slow enough because it exploded like a goddamn science <laughs> fair volcano. And I'm like, well, I did that wrong. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm just, you know, making Soda Stream and not cooking meth or something or something bad might have <laughs> happened. <laughs> Instructions, fuck them how hard can it be? <laughs> That's me. Uh Tevia helping us out in the chat there with two bucks. Opinions on Crisis on Infinite Earth movie trailer. Oh yeah, that also dropped this week. There's gonna be three of them. There's gonna be three mm. Crisis movies to end out this era of DC animation, which I mean, hey, at least you're going big.
1: Yeah. I'm looks fine. Like we didn't really get to see much of like what we didn't already assume was gonna happen. The heroes are gonna get yeah. taken by uh uh, the monitor and all that sort of stuff and yeah it's it's wiping out the world there's two supermen one from another world one from this world yeah looks i tell you what it looks at least it looks like it has like a a running plot than it did than the last uh that last what was it war yep. world or whatever, whatever the fuck was going on in that film
0: The vignette world is what that yeah. was, it's that like, was look,
1: so fucking it- weird
0: that that felt very much like the writers and people involved in that project are like, Look, we're sick of adapting these same stories over and over again, so fuck it, we're just gonna do Else Worlds weirdness. And I almost really respected it for that. I'm like, I like this Else World weirdness. You guys should do this more often. And then at the end of that story, oh yeah, and we're blowing up the universe because James Gunn wants the animated stuff to be included too. And I'm like, Wow, what a short fucking tenured universe this was. Yeah,
1: and it started off really good as well. I I like that they finally got away from that shitty animation they would use giant for like necks. yeah the giant neck animation and the, I, and the overuse did... of like blood and gore and everything when it was yeah really...
0: yeah they thankfully calmed down that i noticed some people were quite confused seeing the trailer clearly people who hadn't watched these dc animated movies in forever because they're like oh this is an adaptation of you know crisis on infinite earth finally no it isn't it's in name only it's yeah. the finale of this you know whatever the hell we ended. it's completely
1: different by the looks of it
0: yeah it's completely different it's a finale to whatever the hell these last animated movies have been what did they call it the tomorrow verse because the first one was you know called superman tomorrow yeah
1: i'd actually like if they did like a crisis of infinite earths where it it was that in name only but it's like oh this is like like it from like the pov of like another world that had its own Mm -hmm. like version of it which didn't it's, they, they saw it from, like, the other side of the window sort of thing.
0: Right. You could probably do that. Yeah, I'm surprised someone hasn't done that. Yeah, really. But yeah, it looks good enough it it looks good enough i'll probably watch it at some point but i haven't been rushing out to watch these dc animated movies in a bit because they haven't been the big events that i look forward to maybe they will be after this because again the animated stuff is going to be included we're getting creature commando so maybe it is going to be a big deal mm-hmm. so we'll see about that yeah uh all right anything else to talk about anything else that broke or you just want to hop into what we read this week yeah let's hop in all right what did we read this week Ooh, uh jason aaron's big new batman dropped this week it did yes which man, you know you got to give the man all the points in the world for simplicity because this story basically breaks down to batman goes into space so he can learn how to punch aliens harder
1: yeah he 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 gets upset that he gets his ass handed to him by a big alien mm-hmm. so he just wanders into space to go and fight that alien <laughs>
0: it's very it's very anime isn't it it's very like hmm. i was shamed in battle so i must learn everything i can about punching aliens do they have dicks where are the dicks and how can i punch them (laughs) that's they actually make a great joke about anatomy because this is clearly a batman early on in his career it's like well i don't recognize any of these species but they have faces so i bet i can punch them there i can punch them there yeah that whole opening is great because it's an inverse of alien where it's like, ooh, a derelict spaceship stranded in the middle of nowhere space. Oh, you know, some scavengers come aboard. Ooh, there's a life form here. Oh, no, wait. The scavengers are the alien and the life form is the very human Batman.
1: Yeah, and uh, the people aren't scared of Batman at all.
0: No. In fact, they don't even know what bats are.
1: Yeah, I I, I like that. The Batman has to deal with someone who doesn't have a fear of him or a fear of bats. So he's like, what does he do? when you take that yep. away what does batman do
0: <laughs> yeah they, they just assume that he's some manner of flightless bird yeah <laughs> yeah He gets shanghaied into an alien pirate crew we meet another tamaranian who says oh you know if you join up with me i can help you escape batman's like no i'm good i'm right where i want to be <laughs> i spent five billion dollars of my company's money for a space project to get me out here i'm good
1: yeah i'm good i i wanted to be here because i want to fight these fucking aliens
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just hate them so much i just want to fight them so hard (laughs) and he befriends like a little test dummy there that lives to be punched and it doesn't know what to do when nobody's punching it It's, it's very darkly hilarious, Jason Aaron. Like, we had the big galaxy brain Jason Aaron for his last Avengers run where he was doing all these multiple universes and everyone fighting each other and everything. This, this is a lot closer to, like, you know, down and dirty neo-noir jason aaron though it's in space because you couldn't ask for a simpler story of batman just really needing to punch something real bad
1: (laughs) yeah and i i like that also taking him away from gotham and everything means that uh aaron has to not rely on like batman tropes it was like oh he's gonna fight the joker and Mm -hmm, then then mm -hmm. catwoman gonna show up and they're gonna get like romantically involved it's like you know like every other fucking batman story
0: he, he literally takes away every trick of his in the first couple pages. My, my batarangs don't fly right in space. My knockout gas doesn't work on this alien physiology. This guy only punched me three times, broke my ribs, and gave me a concussion before I knocked out. What the hell am I supposed to do now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, there is something quite refreshing about that, right? A Batman yeah. who has no recourses and who has to, you know, go back to basics himself. No no tricks, no gadgets.
1: Yeah, and a younger Batman as well who isn't the, 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 the plot-armored-covered Batman yet, no.
0: either. No, he, he's not the brightest. He's not the best detective yet. No. No. And I love the idea, too, that he was just fighting the mob and out of the blue, some Irish gangsters like, hey, Batman, I hired a fucking alien from outer space I to love, come and fight you now. I love
1: how that, I'm sure it's going to be elaborated on in, this, in the coming issues, but I like, I like how that's just not, he's just like, oh, yeah, I've, I've been able to get through all of these mobsters because I just hired a fucking alien.
0: Yeah, fucking alien. I got a friend from out of town, way out of town. <laughs> Which again, they leave it open ended. Was was that alien Captain Sin or just another alien in his race? I don't
1: know because he like Sin when he meets Batman at the start of the issue doesn't recognize. They don't him, seem to recognize but each But that other. could also be like him being like, "You're so insignificant that I don't even like acknowledge you." I don't even thing. know who you are. Yeah, it could be something like that. But I think it might have just been the same. I, I imagine what's going to happen is like he's going to learn how to beat these guys. Beat sin and then go back home and like confront that alien again right and just be able to wipe the floor with him
0: it's very m bison the day captain sin graced your city was the greatest day of your life but for me it was a tuesday <laughs> or, a, or or a flark's day whatever day we have here in our weird alien tongue man it's sure good we put that chip in you so you understand our language and vice <laughs> versa <laughs> Again, that's really good utilitarian story writing on Aaron's part. Don't worry, they put a chip in him before he passed out. Yeah. <laughs> that's how he can understand them. You don't you don't need to ask any questions about how everyone can speak English. <laughs> but yeah, pretty pretty solid start for Jason Aaron's new Batman. Nothing too flashy, nothing too huge, just a good back to basics kind of story.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I really quite enjoyed it. It was it was a fun read.
0: Absolutely. Uh, what else did you have this week, Matt?
1: Uh, I had Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong.
0: Oh, yeah, they're still doing this, aren't they? You really enjoyed the first issue you were telling me about.
1: Yeah, and this issue kind of doubles down on all of the action because Superman has to fight Godzilla, and uh, he yeah. ends up teaming with the rest of the Justice League to fight him among other monsters who have just appeared all over, like Gotham and New Themyscira and all of these other places, so that the team has to sort of split up to fight them and it's, it's quite interesting because it's not just the core justice league it's like the bat family all get involved Ooh. and there's the titans and there's all these characters all getting involved to try and take down like a giant bat in gotham and and all, <laughs> all hands and on this like weird spider creature it's actually pretty cool because like red hood actually like blows its face off with, with <laughs> his fucking sniper rifles it's pretty cool um, nice. But yeah, it all, it all comes to a head when Superman's fighting Godzilla and he needs help and uh, that's where Shazam comes in and Shazam ends up helping him using his, his lightning to uh, hit uh, Godzilla, but it, it does barely anything and it obviously changes mm-hmm. him back into billy so superman has to save him and when superman oh. saves him godzilla hits superman with his atomic breath and it defeats superman nice. because oh, shit. what a lot of people don't seem to realize is that superman's greatest weakness is radiation it's not kryptonite the rock kryptonite it, the rock isn't what's killing him it's the radiation
0: radiation and... from it yeah so I, I was gonna ask did they do something like that atomic breath with yeah. godzilla because i thought they'd do something stupid where lex is like "Ah, oh, i gave godzilla a kryptonite enema and now he can breathe <laughs> atomic kryptonite
1: <laughs> no but he is the one who dropped these creatures on on this planet because they found it last issue in skull did. island yeah um and uh yeah superman is defeated and billy is left at the mercy of of godzilla oh no yeah it's, it's fun it's fun
0: do you, do you think we're gonna see the face turn for godzilla that usually happens in this stories because godzilla is usually on the side of great justice
1: probably because uh there are definitely hints uh and it's a little bit expanded on in this issue where in the last one toy man got his hands on like an amulet and it can seem mm. it, it took the, that's what took them to the the Monsterverse world. And right. brought them back, but it also can seemingly control the monsters. That's uh... like to some degree. So yeah, there's going to be that thing where he snaps out of it and fight the other monsters, and and we I... haven't seen. We've only seen Kong once. We he wasn't in this issue at all, uh, which is really quite strange
0: definitely i hope they go full whole hog with it and by the end of the story godzilla helps them fight evil monsters and batman and superman are like godzilla you did so great we want you to become an official <laughs> reserve justice member league. of the justice league and <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. then he just does his roar he accepts
1: he's your membership card we'll call you if anything happens yeah <laughs>
0: Because, again, that, that, like, last reboot, uh, or that first rebooted Godzilla movie, there's literally a moment where, like, they're saluting Godzilla and all the people are super hyped for Godzilla. I'm yeah. like, this is a fucking Superman moment they're giving Godzilla right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's our protector. He's, you know, here for great justice. Godzilla. I mean, sometimes he kills us, but he is an allegory for nuclear war, so that helps. <laughs> Because that is always the way the Japanese, you know, treated him, and there is this kind of, like, whole meta story with Godzilla. He's our greatest destroyer, our greatest enemy sometimes, but also sometimes he's our friend and has a tiny Godzilla Jr., and how fight Ghidorah and all the other ones
1: it depends on the day of the week yeah because yeah sometimes he'll just like come out of the ocean and you know swat at your cities and then other times he'll like fly kick a fucking gorilla or something yeah
0: exactly sometimes he'll go to an amusement park themed after monsters and help fight aliens and everything else yeah yeah (laughs) which which I kind of love that about Godzilla the weird relationship mankind has with him Mm. he's he's like our surly roommate where it's like look you might hate us. We don't always like you but trust me these aliens are way worse <laughs> so let's you and us team up and then we can kick the shit out of them and then we can go back to fighting Um uh, something i don't love matt amazing spider-man number 38 the oh, prelude really? to gang war you've been so yeah.
1: so happy about like talking about this book forever
0: i i, I know right it's my raison d'etre right <laughs> it's it's my whole reason for getting up in the morning so this this is the finale of the Wreck Rap two-parter. <laughs>
1: oh, Rick! Rap, the best character.
0: You know, Matt, he's a funnier character than the other ones, and if we get him working, I really think uh, that the whole project is going to work. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking care if I made that joke before or if it's incredibly lazy because it's every bit as lazy as the jokes in this book. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man gets swallowed by the evil debt collector demon, and time works differently in this thing's stomach, and all the villains are already really bored and really pissed off at Rec Rap because he's just been talking the whole time. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get it, Zeb Wells. You made an annoying character, and that's the joke. He's annoying. Ha ha ha. <laughs> it's, it's not funny, though. You can lampshade it as hard as you want, but it's still not good. <laughs> and uh, it, it's only at the very end of the story does Spider-Man, fucking world's greatest detective that he is, realize, hey... You repossession demon! You're that debt collector who was fucking with me in the first arc. Oh yeah, you you died. I remember
1: remember that character. Holy shit!
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh, it it was obviously him. He had the same fedora. He had everything. It was so obvious. It was so painfully obviously him. And the fact that Peter couldn't put that together for like three (laughs) issues. He's just this massive dumbass. (laughs) Yeah,
1: he's had a lot going on. Okay.
0: I guess. Also, he's like, I thought you just left after, uh, what is it? After the demons attacked in Dark Web. No, your clone killed him, you fucking idiot. <laughs> he he died simply for being in your orbit. But don't worry, you're probably thinking, wow, that actually makes a lot of sympathy for this debt collector guy. No, don't worry about it. Apparently, he was always a psychopath, as we discovered, and he regularly tortured people to death. Oh. And he was gonna torture Randy Robertson to death if, uh, Spider-Man and Rec Rap didn't save him. Oh... <laughs> I know, I'm like, that's really lazy, and also, like, a real, r- real fucking cheap way out of your problem to be like, yeah, the debt collector was just doing his job. Spider-Man has, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars of unpaid medical bills that he has not paid and continues to refuse to pay. <laughs> so, like, why does this guy have to be the bad guy in this situation? He's just a dude living up to responsibility and just doing a shitty job. And then they're like, no, he's also secretly a serial killer. Oh, well... Yeah, yeah, I guess uh, that helps. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, how bad are you writing Spider-Man right now that I'm actively sympathizing with a fucking medical bill collector? <laughs> Where I'm like, now nah, this guy really got done dirty. <laughs> Again, he died just for being in Spider-Man's orbit just because he's, you know, a deadbeat who refuses to pay a bill.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, do- I mean, hey, don't get me wrong. The real villain is the American medical system that, you know, makes you have like $300,000 in debt just because you broke your leg. Yep. <laughs> that's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, so that happens. wreck a fucking hero, and then they actually go out of their way to explain what the deal is with fucking gang war that they've been building up to for months but never actually explained what was at stake Mm -hmm. so hammerhead has been going around and attacking other gangs but then leaving stuff to blame it on someone else like he attacks the vampire mob from moon knight but he leaves Mm -hmm. a bunch of inner demon masks behind oh no yeah and then because vampire mob has no henchmen she's like well fuck i gotta come to you hammerhead because you have Count Nefario and the Maja behind you. You have more muscle than anyone. You know, will you be willing to give me some of your guys? Yeah, sure. And it's like, oh, well, that's a powder keg just waiting to happen. And then you have Silvermane and Count Nefario being like, ha ha ha, we did it, our evil plan. And then some third unseen guy comes out of the shadows and kicks their ass and said he's the main villain now, whoever they are. <laughs> Like, the book almost realized, like, oh, yeah, we can't have a whole event just built around Count Nefario and Silverman. That's a terrible idea. These guys aren't A villains at all.
1: Oh, that's funny.
0: It is. KT helping us out in the chat. I'm just saying money being spent on Amazing Spider-Man is money folks could use to support this show on Patreon. You said it, KT, <laughs> not me. <laughs> I, I, I'll i cover it every week, you know, rain or shine. You don't have to buy it. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> tell Tell you all about it for monies a month. You get other stuff too. You can watch this show back. Mm. And anything else uh, we drop. But uh yeah, that amazing Spider Man hurts. It really does. <laughs> it hurts. It, it, it hurts. Like it literally, I feel like it's taking years off my life at this point. And I know it feels worse because it's like, and now we're starting a brand new event that's going to be here yeah. till
1: February. Yeah. Oh, I can't, I can't believe that it's, it's going till February
0: get ready for it the The only kind of interesting thing about it is actually janice the beetle and randy because i actually care about them and i'm actually a little sad because their wedding didn't happen and the fact that janet is going like kind of crazy now trying to defend her dad tombstone's territory from all the other gangs who want to take it because he's still in hospital <laughs> and i'm like how fucked up is it in spider-man right now that the two best things in the book have nothing to do with peter it's norman osborne's quest for redemption failing quest but a quest whatsoever and Janice Lincoln, Tombstone's daughter are the only two like interesting things in the Spider-Man book
1: yeah about a Spider-Man book, Jesus Christ
0: also after Wreck Rap saved the day, Spider-Man literally walked away and the whole like latter half of the book he wasn't even in it <laughs> S- Spider-Man in the Spider-Man book is the ultimate guy just trying to friggin clock out early <laughs> I just want to leave early
1: oh, is all he funny. wanted to do <laughs>
0: cowboy saying uh who do you think marvel should hire to be the new spider-man writer it doesn't matter who they get to be the new writer again they've gotten three good writers in a row and the books have ultimately gone to hell it has nothing to do with who's actually writing the book it has everything to do with freaking editorial and the weird mandates at the company that are clearly smothering this book
1: yeah yeah it's all, all that nick low that, that editor
0: yeah I, I mean everyone blames him but i feel like in the slot errors they blamed a different uh editor oh it's, it's I think probably it's,
1: just every editor in spider-man and he's just like the one who's like the most the newest one
0: yeah I, again i think it's a culture at the company i think it's a weird relationship with the character who is basically their unofficial mascot that is just like slowly but surely sucking the life out of the hmm. book and the character
1: we get it with batman as well where like you, you'll it's get like, an, like like chip Zdarsky, he'll come on and be like, "Oh, i'm gonna do all this awesome stuff with like batman is zero and r and batman's like like men- uh, mental state and everything it's like no mm-hmm. you're gonna do like was gotham war and now you're gonna take over now we're gonna take back the book and do a joker origin story and and all this stuff. oh yes yeah
0: oh yeah i guess that's another thing too chip zadarsky will be doing a new joker origin story which normally i'd pitch a fit of being like do we need this but the night was like one of the best new origin stories i've read in a long time for batman so you know what all right ship you you get one you get one chance ship to see what you can do the
1: the problem i have with that is is that batman needs an origin story the joker doesn't
0: no in fact it's better when it's a mystery but hey zadarsky might throw a fucking curveball at you too because most joker books and joker stories aren't actually about the joker at all they're about something completely different
1: i mean he'll have to because he's been doubling down on the fact that three jokers is canon so
0: this is true so yeah. it might not even be the main joker. It might be someone different. It yeah. might be about his wife. It might be about his kid or something mm-hmm. they could there's a lot of curveballs they could potentially throw in that one, yeah. So who knows? But yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. Spider-Man, make it stop, please. (laughs) I want to get off (laughs) or or at the very least bring Norman back. I noticed that was another thing that really hurt this arc. I'm like, no, Norman really hurts this because there's no Norman. No one actually acts like an adult and no one actually has a real human reaction to anything. (laughs) When it's just Spider-Man and fucking Rec rap, there's really nothing to hold on to. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) and it shows <laughs> uh what else did you have matt let's let's get off this train and on something nicer and happier i had titans issue five okay i wanted to read both the titans books i didn't because freaking invincible stopped me up but tell me all about it I, i'm caught up to the till this last issue
1: yeah so th- this is the last issue before beast world starts and it, it just it's kind of like wraps up the last four for uh issues where you've got like the story with them uh doing the reforestation of the borneo forest and yeah they they, uh enlist the help of uh swamp thing uh the new new swamp thing um uh kami uh levi kami uh they he helps them regrow all of the uh the forest with starfire's help who uses her powers of light to like make everything grow um Makes sense. on top of that you've got uh wally and nightwing up in the trophy room with the infected linda and <laughs> it, it, it's a great scene because she's they're giving her a tour of everything it's like this is a Quadian doomsday device this is you know one push of the button and it'll destroy this is this this is that <laughs> and she just like stands there pushing the button on the because she's in fact she's pushing like the doomsday button and they're like of so it's obviously deactivated but like yeah she's trying to kill kill wally uh so she spits the that weird tentacle thing at him, but they ended up, end up killing it and trying to find, they try and find out what the fuck this is and how she got Mm -hmm. it from Garth. Um, then yeah, they plant the the forest and everything. And then we find out a little bit more about brother blood or brother eternity. Uh, we learn, we learn he's not brother blood or brother eternity at all. He's Tanner
0: oh shit he like
1: wipes off the makeup on his face and he's like orange with the green eyes and everything so he's the one who caused that destruction in laser attack yeah and um been sort of trying to bait the uh the titans out so he can destroy them but he's also infected by this star creature thing thing, yeah and uh he plans on just like uh killing not just them but the human race so i'm guessing that's where it goes into beast world or maybe beast world something completely different
0: but, well, no, because there was two Titans books this week. There was I didn't this, read the other then... one. I didn't read the okay, other the, one. Okay, the Titans was actually Beast World Alpha, so that was the one oh, okay. you needed to read. Okay. Which actually, I gotta it read doesn't both say things. that
1: here, it just says read Beast World Issue 1, not Alpha. Yeah,
0: the, yeah, the marketing for this sucked because they dropped yeah. both books in the same week, which is a terrible idea. Yeah. Especially because Beast uh, World number one is next week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, or this week as you listen to this uh, show now. So goddamn, I gotta go back and I gotta read both those books to make <laughs> certain. Yeah, goddamn. Yeah, I'm excited for Beast World. I'm liking that book. But yeah, wow, they uh, they gave you no time to get ready for the event. No, no. None at all. Uh, I guess speaking of Titans, I could talk about Nightwing because, hey, he's in both. Oh, nice. He's, uh, he's continuing his shirtless pirate adventure. Yeah. Yeah yep he's just swinging around like a like an old-timey harlequin romance novel he's getting into pirate shenanigans he goes to the secret pirate city hidden in a mountain that he know exists and they have like a bunch of effigies of aquaman and black manta and ocean master because naturally the pirates hate the atlanteans why wouldn't they of course of course yeah because they've been fighting for control of the sea also Dick is, like, kind of disappointed by the Pirate City because he's like, oh, I thought it would be like Muppet Treasure Island, but it's just like a normal casino city. They got a Starbucks and everything.
1: Oh, they gentrified the the, the Treasure Island.
0: Yeah, they gentrified Pirate City. Actually, it's even better because if you look at the crowd shots, uh, the revolutionaries, Tom Taylor's Suicide Squad team are also on the island. Oh, yes. I love little references like that, don't you? (laughs) The, really, the biggest thing that came apart be out of this issue is that you know he's fighting with B, who was his former love interest back when he was Rick Grayson, and she, you know, in a moment of anger, basically lets it slip. You know, all these brand new sweeping reforms that you've managed to do in Bloodhaven—it wasn't because of your money or your good looks or because you have a sister in government. It's because I've been using my pirate contacts, who secretly control Bloodhaven. I've been pushing all your shit through. It was me, actually. Oh no. Yeah, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm like, does she actually mean that, or are they just fighting? I don't know. <laughs> That's basically the issue. It's it, it's all very fun, but also, like, very inconsequential so far. So far. Yeah, this feels like a breather issue in between, like, the bigger, more important Heartless stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's fun, and also, you know, hats off to Taylor to resurrect a character like B from the Rick Grayson years and actually do something with her and make her important. He didn't have to do that. Yeah, he's, he's
1: making making good use of that Rick Grayson thing. I think he's he's actually using it to pretty good
0: effect. I mean, more than anyone. I mean, the only mm-hmm. reason uh, Dick agreed to join this adventure is because someone gave Rick a letter once long ago. Someone yeah. from the circus. Yeah. With important information, in it, which got it that 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 that's, the story's kind of lost focus on that. Where I'm like, oh, what's what what's in the letter? What could that possibly be?
1: Yeah, I'm sure it'll be something pretty big.
0: Your parents are alive, actually. I,
1: you know i wouldn't put it past them or and something and like pirate that. they're pirate lords or something yeah.
0: yes they're also pirates they found the one piece dick <laughs> or actually you're the one piece huh how about that <laughs> didn't see that coming yeah you didn't think oda would solve this in a completely different book in a completely different country but dick grayson always <laughs> the one piece what everyone was looking for because <laughs> you're one of a kind <laughs> But yeah, so that was Nightwing. It was pretty good, if slightly inconsequential.
1: Cool, cool. Uh,
0: how many more did you have? I had one last one, and I think it's a book you and I both read.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that one is one we read. I also read, uh, World's Finest issue twenty-one.
0: Oh yeah, this one's really heating up. I know people were losing their minds about that one.
1: Yeah, this is uh, this is what everyone uh, like expected of like the World's Finest going to the Kingdom Come universe, which is like Kingdom Come versus. The world's finest and Naturally. literally what the entire issue is superman fights an older superman batman fights an older batman there's part it's a, it's a good issue because it, it is just that it's just it feels like mark Wade being like okay you wanted this here it is we'll get it out of the way then we'll get into our story and right and yes yeah, it's, it's just like yeah they fight him like david is like playing these older characters against the younger selves by saying they're there to like kill him and everyone else. <laughs> and he's like pretending to be like a good guy. And he hasn't been truthful with them, pretending that like he came to their earth first and everything. Right. Um, right, And it, it makes sense as well, because this earth doesn't have anything to do with the multiverse. Apparently it's like cut off from the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, They end up fighting the Batman, the older Batman, of course, the, the, they, they, they give him a really like kind of an arse reason to get into like the classic kingdom come suit. Cause, cause he's an older Batman, but he's not like old Bruce Wayne. He's like, a, he's like mid fifties Bruce. So he's still right. quite, you know, spry, but they're like, ah, oh, all your vehicles and suits got destroyed when Mongol attacked yesterday. And the only thing left is this experimental flight suit. And it's just the suit he wears in kingdom come the big like armor. So, right. so he has to wear that in this, of course. Um, and yeah, he ends up fighting that we find uh in this world, uh Dick Grayson doesn't become Red Robin. He's just Nightwing still, and he's in a red costume.
0: I saw. The costume actually looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's when like Bruce and Clark start realizing, okay, something's not really right with this world. It's cut off from the multiverse. Some of these people aren't who they say they are. They're acting a little strange, like like Superman doesn't really care about damage or anything. So he's right. his, his parents are dead as well um, on this world. So he's like, okay, what's going on? And Superman as well as being infected by something, because he gets really angry at Bruce um, over his parents being killed and, and David doing all this sort of stuff. And that's where we learn what's happened. And that is Gog, the, the, the God Gog uh, has yes, come guy. to, has come to this world and taken, over everyone's mind and he's (laughs) from it's implied that he's trying to do a kingdom come world but much earlier so he's come to the world earlier in the timeline to sort of subjugate it a little earlier and david is sort of his herald because david of course goes on to become magog naturally and um we learn here he's uh, captured all of these heroes and he's got them under his mind control and he sends the justice brigade out to destroy superman and batman and it's just like all the characters we've seen in in um in Kingdom Come plus like some new characters we never saw like Supergirl and and there's a bunch of different flashes there not just the main flash and and Peacemaker yeah, is there and he looks like Boba Fett like he did in the original <laughs> Kingdom Come universe which is cool. Yes, he did. Yeah.
0: That's pretty dope. Yeah, I feel like that's a story I'll probably enjoy once it's collected. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Also a uh, Rough rider over on Twitch helping us out there saying, Hey Joel CM Punk is back in WWE Yeah, the uh, uh what is it, uh not not Royal Rumble Survivor series is tonight, and everyone thought he'd eventually come back after washing out of AEW by fighting with friggin' Luke Perry's son <laughs> in Wembley. And now everyone's saying, like, alright, how long is he gonna last here, I wonder? <laughs> We'll, we'll find out. But thank you for that, Ruff. I was sure to check that one out myself. There was always like a 50 50 chance that he'd probably come back. uh I, I guess the last book we both read this week, again, speaking of Superman, was Superman number eight. Yes. And uh, another really, really solid issue, I would say. It was pretty solid, yeah. Yeah, nice little origin story for The Chained, who is the new villain that they've been battling uh turns out as we already knew he was the son uh yeah he was sammy striker the son of the guy who founded strikers island Mm -hmm. his dad wanted new guards luther helped him out with some science and also hey the reason that superboy connor kent and uh the chained have very similar tactile telekinetic powers is because uh cadmus took luther's research and used it when they cloned uh connor who was half superman and half lex and i'm like oh that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. Actually,
1: yeah, covering all the bases. Yeah,
0: nice, n- nice little bit of continuity, nice little bit of callback, and it also gives Connor more skin in this game than he's had in a story in a long time.
1: Yeah, I was kind of hoping there'd be a little bit more like connection between them, besides, oh, they just copied the homework. I i, I was yeah. under the impression that like Sammy was going to be revealed to be like Superboy version 1.0
0: sort of Mm, thing or something like that yeah i mean he kind of was in a way it was luther's first attempt at making a super being Mm. again they're they're giving sammy some interesting character where he's like look i hate luther but not enough to team up with farm and graft because you guys seem like weirdos
1: yeah you seem like yeah you you, you're in like a hovering wheelchair yeah you, (laughs) you got big hair you got a weird mask yeah no
0: I've been locked up for too long. I haven't seen the Rocky Horror Picture show. I don't know what you're (laughs) referencing right now. (laughs) Just just get out of here. Uh, Superman 2 being reunited with the extended Luther family, and I like Superman, instantly remembers Lena, his daughter, because he's like, yeah, I was the one who saved her.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I thought that was a nice touch. Clearly the family is here to stay, and there's going to be a lot of stuff with the family. Oh, yeah. And it makes sense too, because such a big theme of this story has been Superman's new extended family, and now we have Luthor's new extended dysfunctional family.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of feeling like he's kind of copying Superman a little bit there.
0: In a a little bit, and also too, Luthor having a moment of being like, look, you know, normally I would be, you know, mad that you didn't save me from getting shanked in prison, you know, I'd probably want a whole big revenge against you and everything, but you know, I'm not that guy, I'm a new guy this week. (laughs) and 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 new luther isn't psychotic like that
1: no no but i did like want to kill this child because yeah yeah
0: but you know it happens <laughs> but, yeah it continues to be a fun story and uh i guess this is kind of the end of the arc too they uh they literally wrapped up the chain again
1: they wrapped him up Superman got a uh, got a, a cool new like containment suit costume from supercorp with kryptonite yes, right. to like fight him because kryptonite is the one thing that can get through sammy shields because of its unique radiation signature because of course it is it's kryptonite of
0: course naturally i love even back then luther was obsessed with kryptonite it's like well i could have made it any element but i was you know experimenting with a new one at the time you know the one
1: <laughs> and um yeah it ends with superman's suit getting destroyed and it the, like kryptonite gets like embedded in his skin
0: mm-hmm. sure yeah. does yeah again the the price he pays
1: did did you catch the the Chekhov's gun at the start where uh Sammy like like he implies that like if he can control stuff with tactile telekinesis there's possibility he can control reality
0: yes that he can basically be a god Yeah. yeah
1: yeah I'm like okay you don't plant that without like coming that coming back in some way
0: yeah, either he's going to do that or connor will eventually make use of that power himself. I
1: wonder if it'll have anything to do with cuz they mentioned Marilyn Moonlight and Lex having something to that's do right. with her. I wonder if it might have something to do with Superman going back to the Wild West to the Wild West Metropolis to see Marilyn Moonlight, which he is going to be doing in an upcoming arc.
0: Yes, I get the feeling that's certainly that this is going to be one of those like ah crap we crossed the streams of time accidentally. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was really weird because Shane, uh, uh, when he was doing his thing, like, oh, you know, and uh, Grafton Farm told me everything that Luthor has done with Parasite and Banshee and Marilyn Moonlight. It's like, wait, but isn't she supposed to be from the past? How could Luthor, oh. <laughs> I guess we're going to find out, huh? Mm. But yeah, pretty dope. I dug it.
1: Yeah, it was a good story.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, was that everything you had this week, Matt? It was, Yes. All right, I guess we still got some time left. Let's talk about what's coming out this week that we can. Yeah. Uh, On the Superman front, we got Action Comics number 1059. Nice. Looks to be a T. Te- it's it's Men of Steel, so it's Steel teaming up with Superman in his brand new Metal War suit. Yeah, it looks cool. Looks cool as hell. I'm all about that. Uh, Moon Knight number 29. I know a lot of people are really into that. This is the last days of Moon Knight. Is this the finale of that? I think it might be. Yes, it is.
1: Yeah, that new one's starting up very soon.
0: Yes, it is. So everyone check that out. Uh, Something's Killing the Children is back. James Tynan back again with his Boom Studio series.
1: Nice, nice.
0: We got The Good Spider-Man, Miles Morales, which they might as well just call it that now. <laughs> that That's the new subtitle. It's not even Miles Morales anymore. It's just a good Spider-Man. The good
1: Spider-Man, yeah.
0: This is, this is the finale to his hanging out with Blade and his daughter, and they're also calling this a gang war prelude, so I guess we'll see how that's involved from Miles' end.
1: It'll be some prologue at the end of the issue or something.
0: Oh, no doubt. I think the goblins might be coming back, because I think they're involved in this. Okay. Which, which I guess, you know, that's the thing, too. It's like, who is the mystery person who beat up Silvermane and Nefarium? I don't know. Is it the Hobgoblin again? Is it the Rose? Maybe the Rose hasn't done anything in a while. and We know Kingpin's <laughs> going to be in this story. <laughs> I bet whoever it is, it's going to be disappointing. <laughs> uh, we got Green Arrow number six, which is the finale of this first uh, Joshua Williamson Green Arrow arc. You know, I'm excited for that. Yep. We got The Flash number three. That should be good. Nice. Predator vs. Wolverine, number three. Captain America, number three. Jeez. Miss Marvel, The New Mutant, number four. I'm actually behind on this series. I need to actually go back and (laughs) check this one out so I can uh, review them all. I'm hearing nothing but good things, and I've loved the Mm. first two issues.
1: Yeah, no, I've only read the first issue, and it was great.
0: Uh, Marvel is lucky to have uh, Iman Valaney on this, and I don't know what they're going to do with the book when she's gone. No. Uh, then we got Titan's Beast World, number one, that starts this week. Jeez. I know, right? We also have Power Girl, number three, X-Men Origins Blue, number one, which looks to be Nightcrawler Spider-Man teaming up with his mother. I assume they'd be doing that in their own book, but they're not. They're saying this is the definitive origin story, true believers.
1: Of who? Of
0: of uh mystique and i'm guessing of uh kurt too so this might actually be something that like retcons their origins maybe okay, okay. so again i like both those characters so that seems like something i might have to check out
1: mm.
0: and we got amazing spider-man gang war first strike fuck off you're doing two <laughs> in one week oh go to hell
1: <laughs> gotta cover all those weeks till february joel
0: Oh, oh, and Spider Woman number one is also jumping this week. Oh, great! Yeah, start her off with a tie into an event that'll go really well. Oh god. <laughs> no. Oh, and Luke Cage Gang War number one is also this week. I'm not. I'm not fucking reading those. <laughs> I'm reading Miles, and I guess the other one, but I'm not reading any of the other ones. <laughs> You you can go right to hell, gang war. I tried to keep up with Dark Web and felt like a fucking dummy, so no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and then I think that's everything that's fit to print that week. Nice, nice.
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah, goddamn fucking gang war bullshit. I'm going in with an open mind, I promise. <laughs> I'm just grumbling in my angry... D- I cannot believe they're dropping that many in one week. I was, do I, they again
1: they've got so many coming out so
0: <laughs> do, do they actually expect people to freaking follow this event when you're oh, dropping of course. It's
1: spider-man it's spider-man
0: it breaks my heart too because i'd love to read a new luke cage book but i ain't reading it as a fucking tie-in to a goddamn spider-man event not at all no yeah go go all the way to Helen. if i was a spider woman fan i'd be pissed off too. she's got a new sony movie coming out <laughs> And the amount of disrespect they show her. (laughs) Her mother died in the Amazon researching spiders. Or something. I don't know. (laughs) It's all bullshit anyway. (laughs) all right everyone again this this one ended up being a little shorter this week because there wasn't much news as always we appreciate you for coming out hanging out thank you everyone who was sure to uh drop some super chats there that you know really goes a long way to keeping the lights on for me and matt uh i think matt and i also figured out what we're gonna do for christmas this year for a show i have so many shitty public domain christmas specials that i was covering last year I said, you know what, Matt? Screw it. Let's bring back commentaries, but let's do it live. We're just going to sit there like a couple weeks before Christmas. We're going to watch some of those. We're going to talk about some more bootleg toys. Uh, We're going to see what the hottest Christmas toys are. It'll be fun. It'll be like a stream variety show.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a good plan.
0: Yeah, we'll take donations. We'll, you know, we'll drop our own Amazon wish list, because why the fuck not? (laughs) And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have a good time. It'll be great. You know, we'll eat some snacks we'll do that like two or three weeks before christmas and then we can just chill to the new year i think hell yeah so be sure to uh clear a weekend on your calendar there and we'll do that nice all right so thank you everyone for coming and hanging out with us this was a lot of fun as always and matt and i'll be back again next week same comic multiverse time same comic multiverse place Bye bye everyone